I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb and Laura, and it's another episode of I Got the Hell Out, and it's a Sunday. Afternoon, not I know. morning. And we've been sitting here bullshitting for like an hour and a half. I know. Well, I haven't like seen that. you in two weeks. Well, I know. And you went on your exciting trip across the big puddle. I did. And you had fun. I had a great time, except for my food poisoning. <gasps> you know? Yeah, I, I was not happy to hear you had food poisoning. And I wouldn't yeah. be happy to get food poisoning in a foreign country either. Well, it would be bad enough in a foreign country, but this was like the night before we had to leave. You so had to clench your butt cheeks the whole way home. I was praying, God, don't let me shit myself in the plane. I'm so Please sorry don't let to me laugh. Shit myself. I am so sorry to laugh. But we've all been there. You know that feeling where you're just like, oh, God, please. I've I've been at work and only had like 15 or 20 minutes left, and I do not want to go in my work bathroom and do that. So you, you know the feeling. You're just like, oh, my God. I'm like, and, and then by the time you get to your door, you know, your butt is like clenched to go, we're so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry you got food poisoning. Uh, at least my mom and my, my daughter didn't get it, which is weird because we all had the same food. That's what you were saying. You shared yeah, it all. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you. Did you tell Sammy I said hi? I did. And you did not send me a single picture that I could post while you were gone. I will give you pictures to post. Okay. Well, you're an admin too. You can post them too. Or I could do that. You you could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we're back after two whole weeks, okay? Um, and we have a Kool-Aid recipe. All right, from? Um, an ex-member, Mel P. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a version of a Blue Hawaiian. Oh. Okay. I like Blue Hawaiians. Do you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is Blue Raspberry Kool-Aid. Okay. Pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. Rum and vodka. Mm-hmm. Oh, both. Yum. Um, put some um, ice into a mason jar and um, garnish it with some uh, cherries. Oh, that sounds so good. I know. But it's only, what, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon here? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. They it's had the best 2:15. sangria over there. I forgot to tell you about that. They had the best sangria. You drank an awful lot over there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay then. Oh, don't give me that look. <laughs> you like your wine. I do like my wine. I do, I, where would I go for beer? Germany. Okay. You need to go for Oktoberfest, my friend. Maybe. I don't know. They got weird beers over there. Yeah, but everyone's just in the street dancing and drinking and chugging. And Sounds like my kind of time. So I'm saying. You need to like plan for Oktoberfest. I'd rather go to Australia first. I'm supposing I could drink over there too. Sure you could. I'm sure they have beer. I, Actually, I, I know they have beer. Really? You've been there? No, but I know they have beer. Everywhere has beer, unless you're in a dry county. The cult was in a dry county. The actual, like, cultyville land uh-huh. where the sanctuary and the, the campground and stuff was, mm-hmm. it was dry. Oh, wow. Yeah. You had to go to this little tiny town that started with a P. And smuggle your booze in. Pretty much. So, <laughs> smuggling booze, smuggling booze. Um, you mentioned Pierogi Fest is coming up. Yes. And I it is September 27th at Kennywood. Yes. And guys, we will be there again this year. Inhaling the pierogies. And ice cream and other delicious oh freaking things that I, I was so full. I was so full. And... The Jackrabbit turns 100 years old this year. I love that ride. I think we have the most wooden roller coasters of any place. I think we do. So they're terrifying in that aspect in itself that this thing is 100 100 years old. I was just going to say that the fact that the wood on that roller coaster is 100 years old is a little nerve-wracking. Well, they replaced a lot of it over the years, and it's not every piece of wood is going to be original. But 
but still some of its originals there's a lot of it original (laughs) but we write it every year exactly and we'll write it again okay um okay where are we going you have nothing because you were out doing stuff i was out doing stuff okay um do you like law and order svu love love that show okay um i have netflix and i started watching from episode one you know oh my god yeah, talk about, there's 20 like, there's 20 seasons seasons okay I know. Um, talk about binging holy hell well i don't have any other real tv and like shit shit when i get home on, on a regular day i would just oh my god how do you even turn those episodes off they would... I actually, when I'm falling asleep, have to write down um, what episode I was watching. Because it'll keep going? Because, no, it's on Hulu. I'm sorry. It's not on Netflix. It's on Hulu. That's the one thing I don't like about Hulu. It just keeps playing the next episode. So I have... Oh, it doesn't have that screen that pops up and says, are yeah, you still Yeah, but if you're watching? sleeping, it automatically plays the next one. So I could be three episodes into my sleep. Right. And I'll miss them. Right. What I'm saying, though, is on Netflix, if you don't touch the remote... It, after, it stops. Like, It'll be, it'll pop up and say, are you still watching? Yes. Whatever. Anyway, um, season six, episode seven is entitled Charisma. Okay. And? Um, it was about a cult leader. Okay. Um, it was about little girl, 12 years old, pregnant as I'll get out. I remember and, this episode. Yeah. Um, but at the very end, Olivia says, um, she's talking to the cult leader in the interrogation room. And he's just so full of himself Mm -hmm. and spouting stuff and this and that. And Olivia just looks at him dead in the eye and says, you've conned yourself. You believe your own hype. And I really think that the, the upper echelon out in the cult believe that themselves. Because, I mean, they applaud for, for a little man when he comes out and wouldn't you think of yourself as a god if you had all these people following every word that came out of your mouth? Oh, yeah. And but, you know he thinks he's a god. Or uh, the god. Well, he um, his books came out um, and he proclaimed himself, he, he rules as god. And then at one point he did proclaim that he was god. He was. Okay, that's good to know. So, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. That's who you're praying to. Little man. Little man. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, you like pierogies? No. Do you like gnocchis? <laughs> yes. Okay, gnocchis are an Italian thing. That's my second favorite thing, okay? Um, bar 31 on Route 50 in Bridgeville. Best gnocchi soup I ever had. Homemade. Wait, it's- where is this? Bar 31. In Bridgeville. I'm trying to think. On Route 50. Right, okay. Anyway, it's right across from Panera. Okay. So, if you want some good gnocchi soup, that is the place oh to God. go. That sounds so good. Uh, just told the dude I'd give him a shout out. Anyway. Okay. We are going to go to pending posts. How's you that? You said there's a bunch. I, I, I got some. Um... Mel gave the the um, Kool Aid recipe, and she's gonna have a lot to do with this episode. Oh, okay. So I was just chatting with her, and when I say chatting, it's usually texting, you know, mm-hmm. messaging, whatever. But um, I'd like to say thank you to a Jane L and to Mel for sending us the article. Um, it's in the Oregonian, Oregonian newspaper. Um, cult church leader Michael Spiru sentenced to 13 years in prison in sexual abuse case. Yay. Yeah, he went to jail. Good. That one went to jail. So um, I'm going to approve this for anybody who wants to read that article. I'm guessing it's a possibility that, you know, maybe someday justice will be done for there's other for places. There's, there's hope and justice for other places. Okay. Emma R. writes to us and says, Hey, Deb and Laura, I have a few connections and comments about today's episode. Number one, I also have PTSD. 
People think that because I'm 17, I'm too young to have so many issues. But my PTSD stems for years of medical issues, and flashbacks are really rough. So I have never been in a culty situation. I definitely understand PTSD. Mm, Anybody can get it, guys. I mean, children can have it from watching dad beat the absolute living shit out of their mom and their siblings and them for years. And they're cowering anytime, you know, yeah, it's it's real. Don't discount it. You don't have to be a veteran to have it, but it is more predominantly with the veterans because of what they've seen, what our governments make them do. Anyway, we're not going off on that. (laughs) Number two, there is a library in my town. It is just like you described. It's right next to my high school, and many students go after school as a gathering place for tutoring. They also host a low-key and undercover LGBTQ plus prom for the students. It's for kids who aren't out to their parents, so they can just say they're going to the library. It's free and very relaxed. I'm very excited about it. FYI, I've recorded phone calls for my own podcast, and if she's still uh, looking to help us, so I'll get a hold of her. Right, yeah. But there's a library out there doing it right. Seriously. I, I love when I hear these things are happening. You? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes that's the only place the kids have to go. Yeah. So um, it's nice that someone's doing it the right way. Well, you know, they used to have, like, the YMCA and other places, but now that's just a paid-for daycare, mm-hmm. and there's really not older kids. And it's sad that there's not a lot of places for the, you know, middle and high schoolers to go. Right. Chris S., in all of her wisdom, um, would like to let us know that when you're going through the most difficult chapters of your life, that your true hero is revealed and how beautiful it is when you finally realize you always had the strength to save yourself, which I've talked about that, that you never know the strength you've got until you're put into a situation that you have to use Mm -hmm. it. Have you when been? You have no choice. Have you been in those situations? Yep. yep. Are they fun? No, not at all. Um, but yeah, like you said, you have no choice. Well, that was the whole point of the Wizard of Oz. Was Dorothy had it in herself the whole entire time, mm-hmm. and the things that I did and went through with the cult. There are times I look back and go, "How did I do that?" And then I realize, "Wow, if I did it, I must have been able to do it." And, you know, self-confidence is something you have to build and grow. Just like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym and do 50 sit-ups and go, wow, I have six-pack abs. Unfortunately. You can't eat one salad and get on the scale and go, I've lost 10 pounds. Again, unfortunately. Um, But working on yourself is probably pretty much the most important thing I can tell you guys to do out there. Um, you are so much more than you think you are. You can do so much more than you have ever imagined. Laura, and anything to add to that? No, this, that is the truth. Okay. And your friend Sherry is always quite amusing. Oh, that she is. Yes, she is. Um, <laughs> what does she have to say now? Oh, she sent us something about Dr. Bronner's. Ah. Would you like me to read it? Back to Dr. Bronner's, Okay. Wanted to share my near-death experience with everyone. So I've heard a lot about Dr. Bronner's and how it's supposed to be good detoxifying and cleansing soap. I had some good deals at Target, so I bought two bottles while out. Peppermint and lavender, thinking this was going to be a good thing. Okay. (laughs) So I do a, you know, a real quick rinse to my hair, rinse and clip it up, grab my washcloth and pop on a good bit of the soap. That would be my last fond memory before my nightmare began. (laughs) The soap lathered so well, I was surprised. So of course I began at the top of my shoulders, my back, neck, underarms, the usual. The peppermint smelled nice enough. And it was almost a really cooling sensation. So I began washing my fat roll under my stomach. I swear my C-section scar was tingling. It was that warming. So I propped my foot up on the side to wash my legs. Hit the thighs working down. At this point, I'm lathered to where I look like about Cool Whip. 
The shower was hitting my back really well. I'm bent over washing my legs, and that's when the shit started. Those suds of the devil's saliva <laughs> crept down the crack of my ass and made contact with the puss cat. The hell that ensued was unimaginable. My pussy was on fire, booty hole and all. Alicia Keys literally popping into her into my head, her song taunting me. This girl is on fire. <laughs> I screech an ungodly howl. I weigh about 225, so the soap had invaded every stretch mark and crevice I had. Apparently, screeching activates the feeling of cooling fire. I tried and tried to rinse this mess off. I had a cup catching water, trying to put out these invisible flames sent from the depths of hell on my vagina ass and the area between the rooter and tutor. <laughs> I turned the hot water off. It then felt as if I was a turkey basted in icy hot. My actual cat, who usually keeps me company while I shower, evacuated. I was fighting for my life. I finally get this shit off of me, and the tingling feeling of peppermint, fire, and ice still linger. Jump out of my watery grave and hit the rug. About busted my ass running. I turn my hairdryer towards my chemically burned vagina and ass, trying to end this roller coaster ride called the devil's delight. I shout, my God, my God, and why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> Jesus has decided to sit this one out. After what seemed like an eternity, my womanly parts began to feel normal again. As I lay here with my cool compress and fan blowing my war-torn vagina, I'm reminded of fra fragile life can be. I'll just stick to caress from now on, and that's what I get for trying to be extra and do the most. Oh my god, let me see that. Okay. Oh my god. So I'm going to post that. I've just found that hysterical. For all of you out there, we've all been warned about using Dr. Bronner's and using it lightly and don't get it near your hoo-ha. No, 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 no. Oh, thank you. I, I laughed at this and I read it probably three times and I says, yeah, it's kind of long, but I, I believe I got to read that one. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, look what I have. Milk. Because I finished my coffee because it's like two in the afternoon. Ready? So it's milk time. Mm -hmm. Chug that milk. <clears throat> milk. It does a body good. All right. If you say so. Okay. Um, Mel S., wrote to us and said, my phone broke on Monday, so I was only able to finish the latest episode this morning. Now that I have a replacement. Got to almost the very end when Deb and Laura opened my package and I did a little yip in my car. I can't believe my new toy was the one inch badge maker, which I've probably wanted since the early 80s. Um, she didn't um, take any pictures of what she sent us, but we did. I still have yet to post it. Okay. Go, go figure. Yeah, gee, go figure. Go figure. I, I texted her this morning anyway because I did get a whole bunch of stuff ready to go in the mail tomorrow morning. Yay, me. Um, but to answer the question, the bloody dice are for tabletop gaming. Um, she plays Dungeons and Dragons, but there's other games that utilize dice of various varying shapes. Um, she's not going to put a link to her shop, but hey, honey, I'm approving this. Put a link to your shop. You make some awesome shit. Make some money. Yeah, and by the way, the, the lippy shit that we got, mm -hmm. the, uh, the strawberry lemonade is awesome. Okay. And there's a JM says, so I've been meaning to ask at the risk of sounding like an idiot, can someone direct me to where I can find the podcast? So apparently they got into the group but don't know where to find the podcast. Um, which me telling them where to find the podcast would be totally useless. And I didn't think about that up until this point. So my best bet would probably be to message her privately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I will, I will prove this after we hang up. Or hang up. <laughs> after we hang up. Okay. Um. And I was just going to start rattling off where she can listen to it. How's that for brilliant? Yeah, we're, we're that's brilliant. Some days I feel like I am top of the A list, and other days I wonder how I tied my shoes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Becky L writes to us and says, I finally got all caught up. 
technically listening to the last two minutes of episode 102, and now I have to wait two weeks. I've seriously listened from episode one, and you guys have been my company on my commute. Now I have to find something else? Anyway, enough whining. Enjoy your trip, Laura, and time off, Deb. Thanks for the show. It's helped me work through a few things from my past and entertained me for months. Can't wait for the new episode. Becky, hi. Hey, Becky, thank you. You got your new episode, girl. That would kind of tick me off, too. I mean, we didn't even mention it to the last couple minutes. Yeah, we're just kind of like, oops, by the way. Oops, by the way, we're not going to be here. Um... Now, Mel, who gave us our Gole recipe, um, gave us a few episodes ago, it's on Netflix, Cults Explained. Mm, She sent us a link for people like me who go, yeah, I want to watch that. And you mentally go, I'll I'll look this up. And And two seconds later, squirrel. I I keep a book of things now. People tell me good movies. Mm -hmm. Because I'll go home and I'll turn the TV on and got Netflix and Hulu and I'm like, Draw a blank. Yes, like I, I draw a blank. So here we go back to okay. SVU. <laughs> can't go wrong with that show. No, no, you can't go wrong. Now, um, let's see where we go in here next. She gives us a um, another resource, Cult Recovery Resources, Freedom Hope Counseling. They're in Loveland, Colorado, for anybody who wants to get to that link. Now... Um, we have all as ex-members for years wanted to be able to help. And, you know, we've all come up with ideas of, you know, the billboard. Mm-hmm. Call this number. We'll help you get out. Right. Right across the street from their billboard welcoming you in. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but Mel is the wonderful lady who started, um... The group on Facebook for the ex-members. Oh, okay. So that we all had a place to go, hey, I haven't talked to you in years. Because we all scatter all over the place. Um, We're in all the different states. We are, a lot of them are in the surrounding states. A lot of people weren't able to leave that state. Because, you know, when you have no money. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to read what she, I asked permission to read this, okay? Um, and then I'm going to read some of um, the comments, but they're just going to be general comments. Okay. Um, she says, oh, okay, well, I have to give this to you first. Um, this past week while you were gone, mm-hmm. um, we had an ex-member who's about my age pass away. Oh, my gosh. It was unexpected. Um I I talked to well I texted the woman whose husband it was ex husband okay um, but she was flying with her children out um, you know so they could bury their dad mm-hmm. which I you know death is a lot of things but you know you may not get along dislike somebody but you know I guess you could put your differences aside for a funeral yep. and stuff yep I've gone to funerals expecting to see fist fights and everybody's getting along so. Um, anyway, it's really unexpected. Um, it's kind of really messed up. And that takes us to, again, mentally, um, did the cult play a part in, in his demise Mm. of what happened? There are so many that I know of that, um, they're just, we're all damaged. Um, there was an ex-member that simply put it, that place damaged all of us. And it did in some way, shape, or form. Except for Nuke. Hi, Nuke. Nuke is the only one that says he loved his time there. He was there for a year. Well, that's why he loved it. He was only there for a year. He was there for a year. He brought a handful of people with leave? him. Um, the woman he married left and called him from New York and said... Um, I guess she didn't want the children. So he went up to New York, got his kids. She split, and that's where it goes. All right. So his kids got him out. His ex-wife leaving and him going to get his kids. Um, But he's one of the rare individuals who had a good time there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Had a good time. Because he wasn't there long enough. 
Well, I guess he said he only spent a year there. He actually called me, but I was at work the other day, and I meant to call him back. Hi, Nuke. He's a truck driver. Okay. So he gets a lot of time to listen. Now, um, I, I know for a fact that place has messed a lot of people up. Um, there's a young lady that I hold near and dear to my heart, and she continues to make bad choices. Even though she had a support group, sometimes you can blow through your support group. Still making your bad decisions, still doing things you shouldn't be doing. And I know all of her problems stem from the cult. There are a lot of us that drink. People wonder why we drink. Because we was in a cult. We had problems. I... Um, there are, um, ex-members I have talked to, their marriage dissolved because one of the partners got into substance abuse. And we all want, there have been a few people that I know of that have taken their own life. And the amount of people that it affects compared to like normal people that I know in real life, the numbers are so high. Does is, does that even shock you? No, not at all. Um, I can also tell you that from the child members there, and not there's anything wrong with it, there's an extraordinarily high numbers of they paired off with the same with the same sex, and a lot of us believe that's because they separate the men and the women, and you're you're stuck with mm, okay. girls and women. You're stuck with boys and men. So, um, do those feelings maybe come from being separated from the other sex? It's just a very high number. I know that. And, um, young ones, especially the men, there's been quite a few women, they, they join the military and it's an extraordinarily high number. I'm not sure if it's because they didn't get to go to school. They're not sure if they have other options in life. Because when you're in a cult, that takes a lot away from you. You you didn't get to go to elementary school, public school, right. preschool. Um, holidays are foreign to you. You it's just their one of their biggest slogans was it's not a religion, it's a way of life. Okay. <laughs> and that brings me back to um, Mel and what she wrote on the ex members page. Um, she says, I think the loss of an ex-member has brought up a lot of pain and emotions for me. I have been told that I'm too empathetic, and maybe that's true. I don't know. I'm just me, and I can't imagine being anything other than what I am. I feel a strong need to share some of what I'm, I, I am going through in thinking, and honestly, who better to share it with than all of you? Who would better understand than my fellow ex-members in many ways? my long lost family. I still think of you as my family, my cult family. When we were there, we shut out and disengaged from our real families and leaned on each other. That is what they encouraged us to do. And Laura, it was, we were one big family. And, um, I'm just going to keep reading, okay? Where did I go? Where did I go? Where did I go? She says, I can't imagine being there now with all of the walls, the separation, and the isolation. What I want is to help those who may be trapped there and think that they have no way out, nowhere to go. If anyone needs a listening ear, a temporary place to stay, help finding resources to get over the trauma, help with a bus ticket, money for a meal, anything, I am willing to help in any way I can. I still think about the people I know that are still there and I can't help but wonder, do they want out? Are they thinking about leaving and don't know where to start or even think they have nowhere to go? They are so isolated that they wouldn't even know who to trust or how to contact anyone. This is breaking my heart. I'm thinking about creating another group that is public for those that are still in and might want to get out. This group is private. She's talking about the ex-members. Right. Um, and she wanted to start a new group for ex-cult members 
uh, are for people that want to find resources. Okay. Okay. Um, the new group that is public um, is you can find it on on Facebook, and it is Cult Escape and Recovery Group. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I signed up for it. Now, um, let's see. Of course, you know, I'm not ready to go on that. Now, can anyone join it? Or do yes, you, okay, it is a public so you, group. You don't have to be like a cult survivor or no, in a cult. No. Just anybody can join. Anybody can okay. join. Um, let's say Sammy joined a cult while she's over there in Spain. Don't say that. <laughs> well, me and you'd have something in common then. That's true. But, you can um, hang out with her and chat cult. This is this is for anybody. It does, even if it wasn't a cult, say you escaped an abusive relationship. I mean, there's resources out there okay. for everybody. And um, oh look, she gave us a link to our our podcast and Facebook group. I was like, I know that picture. Yeah, you picked that picture out. Thank you. I love you, Mel. Okay, now what was I going to? Um, she says she wished there was honestly more that she could do than a Facebook group, but it's at least a start. Hey, it is definitely a start. And she's already got some links on here. Okay. Um, now I got to go back over to me and her who are having a private message today. Okay. And where am I going? Okay. I um, I'm going here. Um. She plans on adding more links, resources to help people, um, links to books. She's adding the link to our podcast, which she already did while we were speaking, supposedly. Already then. Um, the, an ex-member contacted her because he wasn't sure why she was starting another group. And she explained that this one's public. Spread the word. Um, this isn't just for my cult. It's for anybody um, we live in an information age now that you can be in any state and you can look at these resources right on your phone unless you have a flip phone, which I still know people um, that have a flip phone. But I had a really good talk with her today, and um, she said that um, her dad recently passed, and her dad was the one that took everybody to the cult. Oh, wow. Okay. And she just recently found out her dad was battling his own sort of demons. Okay. And I hadn't really thought about it, but there's a lot of men and women. What would you call it? I mean, survivor's guilt isn't the right word. Imagine you took... Sammy with you and you took your brother and your brother's wife and their kids y'all ended up in Cultyville because of you okay oh oh like the guilt for dragging all right with me Laura you were the first one to get that literature and look at it and get that little itch and go well there might be something to this and you start looking at it and you start sharing with your brother Paul because you know they're looking for what's real in the world too okay and you guys start studying and you start getting more literature from that place and you get your mom on board, okay? And the next thing you know, you guys are all having your own study group with the literature and the books and the holy garments. And you announce you're going to the next feast because you want to check this out for real. This seems like legit shit. And the next thing you know, your mom's going, well, can I go too? And your brother's going, well, hell yeah, we're going too. And the next thing you know, you're all living in Cultyville. And it's pretty damn good for the first little bit. And then things start to go downhill, okay? Now, there have been instances where you brought all these people with you, but you're the first one to go, holy shit, we're here. This is crazy. We got to jump ship. We made a mistake. Meanwhile, your mom, your brother, his wife, they're all looking at you going, the devil's getting to you, Laura. This is the oh, one true still, place. They're still drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. Gotcha. And you're going, but no, wait a minute. I, I gave you the pamphlets. I, I thought this was the right place, but it's not. It's my mistake. It's, it's my mistake. We, we got These people are nuts. And meanwhile, your sister-in-law's going, have you talked to your counselors, Laura? 
Have you told your counselors mm, how you feel? Gotcha. And your mom's going, but Laura, if you leave, we're going to miss you in heaven. You're one of the chosen ones. You know the secret. Laura, if you leave now, so I've known a lot of people that will hang on, hoping that their family members that they drug there right, right. realize that this isn't where I want to be. And just like everybody's unique story out that way, um, maybe you and your brother have been best friends since you were little, right? Mm -hmm. And again, same scenario, your whole family's out there. Well, all of a sudden your brother's going, we live here, I've heard some things, I've been studying some stuff, these, these answers aren't adding up. And you're begging your brother, just stay. You're leaning on your own understanding. You can't listen to your own brain sometimes because it's the devil trying to get you out of here. Because that's, that's what she wants to do, Laura. The devil wants to laugh when you leave the one true chosen place. Gotcha. Okay? Right. But I never thought about the guilt of bringing family members there and what how you feel in the aftermath. Wow, that makes so much sense. And um, I've heard from a lot of uh, women ex-members. I mean, a lot of us are so divorced. Um, even ones that tried to leave together. Cult life is so ingrained in you that the one woman, she ended up divorcing her husband because he wouldn't stop telling her what to do, how to do it, oh my what to wear. And I have known so many couples that have tried to go through therapy, couples therapy. Mm -hmm. But here we go again. You know, the theory of therapy should work for everybody. But when a therapist is concentrating on the wrong thing, it's not the husband in his controlling ways. It's how to help the husband stop his controlling ways because of the cult. Right. And the woman's still taking it because that's what she was taught to mm -hmm. do. You have to submit to your head or you're going to hell. So, and I, hold on one second. Oh, I thought you were going to chug your milk. No. Oh, God, it's beer time. Well, I don't have to work today, okay? How can you drink milk and go right to beer? I don't know. It's a oh. superpower of mine. A superpower, okay? Okay. But it's a penguin game, okay? Okay. I'm wearing my penguin shirt. And my friends are all watching the game waiting on me. All right, crack so, that beer. There you go. Cheers to the pens. Hope you hit it. Watch the other night, open goal net. Yay. Yay. You don't watch sports, do you? I watch the Pens. Not all the time, but I know I like hockey. That's really the only sport that I care about. We're all about. rooting for the Pens to take the cup because I'm in with other people at work, and it will be a hefty payoff. All I can tell you. Okay. Okay. Now back to being in a cult and how different it is and how we all leaned on each other and we were family and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the woman I call Sandy Sunshine. I know she listens to us. I'm not sure if she knows I'm referring to her or not. Okay. Um, but she spent 23 years there. Oh, my gosh. And she got out. She got out three, four, five years ago. And she is so thankful to the people that have helped her rebuild her life. And she's actually on Facebook every day um, talking about sometimes her struggles about things. Um, it, when I knew her, she was a heavy set woman. And now she works a healthy exercise regimen. Um, it's not that she's so strict on a diet, but she feels good about herself now. She's not stuck in Cultyville. Mm -hmm. And, girl, I got to get a hold of you sometime. We got to talk. Um, and I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but I didn't like her very much when I was in the cult. Well, you were saying that, like, a lot of people didn't like each other because they weren't really acting. She was there selves. from the time I got there until the time I fled. And like I said, I've been out since 2003. She didn't get out until... 
the teens, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I have a feeling I very much like her now. <laughs> right. Um, she's having fun in life. She's remarried. She sees her grandkids. She has one son still stuck there. But here's a real quick story. If you're walking through the woods and you see a dog sitting by a tree and you approach the dog and all of a sudden the dog lunges at you and is barking furiously and you think the dog's going to bite you, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then you notice the dog's leg is actually caught in a trap. Okay? Okay. That dog probably would not respond with viciousness and except that it's in pain. Right. It's trapped and it's in pain and it has no idea what you're going to do to it while it's trapped and in pain. And I've heard that story before and then I thought about it last night while I was trying to get everything ready for today. Maybe Sandy was non-smiling. Maybe she wasn't she was gruff with people because she wasn't happy. She was in pain. Right. Uh, a lot of the stories I tell, ex-members will know exactly who I'm talking about, even if I make it anonymous. Um, there's nobody out there, including you, um, only ex-members, that could take every story I had and put a face to it, and it would be a thread of basically what I know about you, the time I met you, knew you, the things you went through. But sometimes the stories aren't mine to tell. So I don't give a lot of detail and I don't connect it with anybody at all. And if you've noticed, a lot of times I won't even use a pronoun. I will use they. They, right. So you don't even know if I'm talking about a man or a woman. But, um, yeah, I got to get a hold of Sandy Sunshine. Um, I did avoid her and other people, but now it makes sense to me because in the end I was avoiding people. I I knew I was going to be leaving because they won't be there no more. And when you get to that point, you stop making friends. You stop going over to your friends because you're not going to be there anymore. It's kind of like you just, I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Karen is, um, her ex-husband is the one that died. Um, there is uh, a page for anybody who want ex member who wants to donate towards funeral costs. I I donated. Some other people did too. That's a horrible cost to put on your children that are in their oh, early twenties. Yeah. Early twenties. Um, and I know her one daughter has children of her own. So, but um, thank you, Mel, for doing this because see that's something that we wanted to do with our Facebook or not our 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 web page right. was put resources and this and that and I don't have time to do half the crap I got to do mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> oh, um, but we do have packages and things going out tomorrow. I did manage that. I don't work. I'm going home tonight to finish stuff up. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And I had two weeks to do stuff. Okay, um, now. I I heard a story from an ex-member, and I had to get clarification from someone else, okay? Okay. Now, I know this ex-member pretty darn well and couldn't believe when somebody else told me what happened. And I was like, no, there's no way. So I'm real good friends with the other people that could verify this story. Okay. So I called them up, and I'm like, so, I heard your husband shot a deer, and as he was removing the antlers, your brother came by and asked about the brains. Okay? Oh, gosh. Okay. And it was verified that, yep, brother wanted the brains. Which, that's a delicacy. They used to sell brains down where I lived, okay? Deer brains? Well, cow brains. People eat those. But deer brain? It's the same thing. It's no, a it's... hoofed animal. Okay. Ugh, just okay. brain. Okay. Now, the person who told me the original story neglected to tell me that um, he also wanted the tongue, which is okay because, you know, tongue is supposed to be a delicacy. 
Whatever. But the last part that trips me no, out is... No, no. What did he want? The eyeballs. Okay. So then, you know, this guy's an avid hunter, and he says all three things are a delicacy. Most people don't eat them. Um, most... Oh, could you imagine eating an eyeball? Uh, okay. Well, see, Ooh. that's where the best of this got me. And I'm like... Okay, I've heard of brains and eggs, because that's what you do. The brain is a consistency of it gets mushy. It's just so you just cook it with your scrambled eggs. Stop. Okay. Now I can never eat scrambled eggs again. Thank you. <laughs> what? That's so gross. But apparently, the tongue and the eyeballs, you have to pre-prepare, okay? Look at you why, making faces. Why are you going on with the story? Because this is just, this tripped me out so badly. Anyway, he told me you have to pre-boil them so that you get the real thick skins off of them, okay? And then you can prepare them, and they're really good. And this guy hunts, and he's eaten them both before himself, okay? He's eaten deer eyeballs. Uh, apparently. I'm going to vomit. Anyway, then for I ended up calling up the member who somebody told me this story about, and I'm like, hey, Sammy, I, I heard some shit about you. And he verified the story, and it just was like, okay. Again, mentally. How you walk up to somebody who just shot a deer and they're taking the rack off and decides, hmm, I want them brains, okay? And then it progressed down the way. But then I asked him how he cooked them. He, he ate the brains with the eggs, but then he threw the tongue and the eyeballs on the barbecue grill with barbecue oh, sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> he barbecued the eyeballs? And tongue. But he didn't take, he didn't parboil them to get that real thick skin off of them. So he said it was like chewing on rubber bouncy balls and he never did. He had to spit them out. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Uh, no. Is this from being in the cult? Dear Lord. Again, who just shows up and says, that look like some damn fine brains. And while you're at it, give me the tongue and the eyeballs. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> You don't see that happening in your lifetime. God, that's so gross. The eyeball thing just freaks me out. Well, when my mom went to Africa, she got served fish eye soup. And it was considered an honor to receive the fish heads and the eyeballs. Well, then you know what? I don't want that honor. And mom kind of like scooped her eyeballs and she scooped her eyeballs and fish heads into the person's next to her bowl and told them that they were now honored to have them all. And she drank the broth. No, no eyeballs Did she for say her. It was good. I, I don't remember. Ask her about it sometime. Oh, there's just some... No. Ugh. No? No. I'm going to be thinking about those eyeballs all night. That is so gross. <laughs> Barbecued eyeballs. I'm sorry. Again, this was just a story about an ex-member that I was like, there's no way he lost his ever freaking mind. Maybe that's what it is. He lost his mind and was trying to get a new one. Oh, God. Sorry. Move on to the next story, please. <laughs> Okay, you've had enough. Look at my face. Oh, Laura, 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 Laura. Okay. Um, I didn't believe this one, okay? It's better than the eyeball story? Well, it's much better. Oh, God, okay. Okay, um, apparently um, in the 1912 Olympics, mm -hmm. there was a runner who fell and he was too embarrassed and he ended up just getting on a plane and going back home. <laughs> I, I thought I screenshotted it, but I'm not, I don't think I did. Uh, oh, oh, here it goes. If you ever feel bad about taking a longer time than someone to accomplish the same things, just remember that during the 1912 Stockholm Olympics, Japanese marathon runner Shizu Kakanuru passed out in a garden party along the marathon route, and instead of notifying race officials of his inability to finish the race, he went back to Japan without telling anyone and was considered a missing person by the Swedish authorities for over 50 years. Oh, my gosh. I had to look this one up last night, okay? He didn't finish the race until 1967 when a Swedish television station offered to help him complete the run. He finished with a final time of 54 years, 8 months, <laughs> 6 days, 5 hours, 32 minutes, and 20.379 seconds. That's pretty awesome. He's in the Guinness Book. That's where I actually found this. That is funny. After I read this, I was like, there's no way. That's funny. 
Yeah, so never feel bad about not finishing something and getting Even back to it. Even if it takes you 50 years. I, it took him 54 years, apparently. Um, okay, I, I just thought that was totally amazing. He was considered a missing person for 50 oh years. I like how he just high-tailed it out of there. I guess he was embarrassed. I, oh my God, that's so funny. Now, when he passed out at the garden party, was it because he was drinking along the route in the garden party? Or... I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, that's just so funny. I love history. The, the, the weird crap in yep. history. Yep. Do you think the call will ever be a weird part of history? They are a weird part of history. Yeah. I, I want them to be ancient history someday. Someday, maybe. I'm not even going to sing. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we've gotten to the part where we haven't given little man quotes in a while. Okay. What's little man have to They say? haven't had bread sacks. Okay. They haven't had much of anything. So, you know, maybe they listen and realize they're, they're, they're really shitty. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay, this was little man two years ago. God knows we can do it. That's it? That's it. Oh. God knows we can do it. Short and sweet, to the point. I, I'm wondering if he's losing his ever-loving mind, okay? Um, he At one point, he's talking about, you know, since you purified your souls, um, and the word soul merely means body. That's why they do all them cleanses out there and stuff. Okay. Um, and, and he goes on saying, you know, later man was created and put on earth. It's been a long, long, long process. Okay. We got that fifth grade education coming through again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from last year. Start building up points with God. You'll love it. God collects points? Start building up points with God. You'll love it. Is that like collecting Pokemon or... Like God has a checklist? Like gives I you a know. little tick mark? I, I, points. You get points. Is that like God? You know, maybe the God secretary takes care of that part about giving you the points. I don't know. Is it is it a system? The higher the points, the better Could you be. are. But I'm sure God delegates. I mean, He's not collecting the points. But apparently, you'll love it. Okay. It's on a pretty purple thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many of their inspirational quotes are on. Um, there's either donkeys or sheep. <laughs> donkeys or sheep. Okay. Um, there was one about. Uh, oh. Be excited. I didn't bother to, to screenshot what that one. Um, oh, be joyous. Prep day is here. Oh, Lord. Meanwhile, there's a basket of laundry and an old-timey iron sitting there. And I'm like thinking, yeah, that's what, joyous. what woman jumps up and down thinking, I have laundry to do. I need to iron. With an old-timey iron that you oh, got to heat up. You don't even have a plug-in Lord. one. Lord. No, no, Not no. even a plug-in one. No, no, no. Okay, now this one kind of tripped me out, Okay. Now, this is the seventh book of Little Man, part two, chapter 15, verse 62. Okay. Let me have it. Go for it. We are going to be given authority over these things, over the macroorganisms, with all the things with which the earth creeps, or as the King James Version said, all the creeping things of the earth. But all of these things make the earth alive and move within the earth. And that make the plants grow. That make your body grow. And that keep your body healthy. It's not even proper English. So he actually said that keep? Yeah. Yeah, and that. somehow this made it all the way onto their official Facebook page. Sound. I... <laughs> <coughs> and by the way, wow. all, of, all of Little Man's books... He gets to keep all the money for the books. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even go to the cult. That's his... Because he's oh, the he author. Gotcha. And look at this creepy-ass picture. I'm going to have to figure out. That is the actual gates behind it. Oh. That were there when I first got there. So you see, okay. Why they're using these pictures that are Old fucking pictures. ancient as yeah. hell, I have no idea. Because do you see how the gates come down and they're mm -hmm. dipped in the middle? Mm -hmm. They added to them, and now there's big, huge buffaloes up there. Oh, jeez. And remember I showed you the um, hand-painted sign that I did? Yeah. 
if I'm going to that middle one right there, that, Is that, it? that fuzzy white box, yeah. that's the sign. And I threw it out there if anybody knew if the sign was still there or whatnot. Um, and there's an ex-member that loves to call little man Boss Hog because it reminds <laughs> him of Boss Hog on Deeks of Hazard. <laughs> Just short, stupid, thinks he can get away with anything, mm. and he's always right. And um, But he said that Boss Hog had that thing ripped down and a big-ass buffalo put there in its place. Oh, my gosh. Because everything's buffalo. Right. Everything is buffalo, okay? Um, now, we had an episode entitled The Buffalettes. Right. Remember the that? The ones that worked at the... The restaurant or the cafeteria. Or they ate there. Right. Or whatever. Okay. Now, ex-child member Brandon. Brandon. He loves when we mention him. Brandon. (laughs) And his wife, Amber. Their shirts are going out tomorrow, too. All right. Yeah. I wish I had a kid's coloring book or something, but it's just not appropriate for their daughters. (laughs) What does he have to say? Episode 101, the buffalettes. Uh, we were talking about the tassels or the zeet seats, mm, mm-hmm. and we also talked about that in the Holy Garments episode. Okay, right. Um, the Holy Garments are sewn a certain way, and then the, on each corner of the tally, they have these strings, blue and white strings, and the blue and white means something, and then they have these like macrame knots and twists and things. Okay, right. Okay? Yeah. And they're special men and they have helper boys he was a helper boy oh in brandon the beginning was. brandon was okay. a helper boy um because there's so many strings you have to have somebody help you hold them sometimes while you're, while you're doing what you're supposed to do with them and it has to do he says it has to do something um with 9494 which is the number of god which is their number through oh. the numerology system oh, yeah. okay um, the tassels, from what he can remember, started with two knots, and the two knots were for the two witnesses, little man and his brother. Gotcha. But then his brother died, and that right. screwed up the whole big plan of the two witnesses. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Um, then the blue string was wrapped nine times, then two knots, four wraps, two knots, nine wraps, two knots, four wraps, and it ended with two knots. I'm pretty sure this is the answer to that question. It's to the best of my knowledge, and if you remember, 9494 was the end of the phone number they chose as well. Oh, jeez. That just totally gave me chills. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't read that last sentence until just now. Oh, hell yeah, 9494. Because um, their word for God only has four letters. Because in Hebrew, you don't really have vowel things. Oh, okay. So it's only, God's name is only four letters. Okay. But if you wrote it out in English, it's six letters. Right. Something like that. But, um, yeah. Thank you for the flashback, Brandon. I appreciate it. All right. Now we're off to Mike P. Okay. Okay. Um, Mike P is Mel's husband. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they have a very nice lake house that they travel to, and I can't wait to go up there because we're going to have a big party up there. Okay. And um, whether it's just me and her and him or other ex-members or whatnot, okay. Now, remember I roasted him because, like, he asked to get in the I Got the Hell Out group, and he didn't answer a single question right. or nothing. And he told, he told his wife, well, she'll know who I am, right? Wrong. And then we roasted him on here. So he mm-hmm. had a Deb ask me a question. I shouldn't get a free pass, but I can tell you the answer to any question is a gallon of milk. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um hi Mike. I I approved him anyway before, but I thought that was hysterical. The answer to any question mm-hmm. is a gallon of milk. And um I did love this cartoon that somebody sent me. What's it say? Um, It's a woman standing behind a couch with four men sitting there drinking beer. And it's simply captioned, you mean none of you took the trash out? Oh, jeez. And this is why you rarely see a female polygamist place. I mean, you can't get one husband to do shit. Imagine four of them sitting there drinking together. (laughs) Just a little humor, guys. Come on. That comes from our friend Angela T. (laughs) Okay, um, 
Apparently, Sarah L. wants us to make the podcast Hot 50 list. I never even heard of that. Neither have I. Maybe we'll make it. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, I, I find... I gotta look into that. I find it amazing of, of places that we've been we end and up, we show we up. End up. Yeah. Um, I always mean to write it down, but never do. People, you know, the question to get into the Facebook group, how, ooh, excuse me, how did you find us? God bless you. And they'll say, I typed in best cult podcasts and Apple recommended us or other podcasts have mentioned us. That is crazy. And it's like, wow, it is really crazy in my own head. Um, has this been a really long, strange trip for you too? I was ready to start singing that great song. What a long, <laughs> strange trip it's been. That's exactly what went through my head. Oh, I love that song, and it really does portray my yeah. life. What a long, strange trip this has been. And my mom has even remarked to me that if she hadn't been down there, she hadn't she been a part it. of this, she wouldn't believe half of the stuff that I tell her. Her friends used to not believe the stories when she'd come home. Um, the love of her life, Tony, passed away a long time ago, um, 21 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the cult was trying to sell them this anti-cancer mechanism thing. I take it that he had cancer? Yes. Okay. He, had, he had mesothelioma. Ooh. And mesothelioma is not a good one to have. Okay. But the cult was telling him the only way that it would, him and my mom, the only way it would work is if he didn't do any chemo, he didn't have any radiation. Oh my gosh. And you can't cut the cancer out, okay? You can only use this special $1,500 PVC and um, it was made out of PVC. Oh, good lord. And it supposedly had some magnets and electromagnetic properties. You're going to magnet the cancer out? I don't know. I have to ask my mom more about it. Oh, my gosh. But, um, of course, they opted not to go $1,500 for PVC magnets. Why. and um Tony did pass away. But, yeah, they even tried to get their talons into my mom and her husband, you know? That's just so wrong. It, it really was. Um, they sell reverse osmosis water that most of us think was just, like, tap water oh i'm sure it was for a dollar a gallon oh i'm sure back in the 90s a dollar wow. a gallon that was expensive back then wow yeah um i don't know what else i have left let me look real quick okay looks like you scratched everything off in your notebook yeah kind of sort of um and Mel S. Um, thanks us for sharing um, the warning about my friend in law enforcement about uh, reposting missing persons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she says, this has been bugging me for ages, and I finally tracked down an official warning to share on my wall because I have several friends and family members who blindly repost everything they come across. They mean well, but the original posts are scary sometimes with begs, challenges, or dares to post. No valid information, and from my perspective, no proof of a relationship. This article focuses on missing children, but I pointed out that the same goes for adults, that people leave for their safety and sanity, and that anyone can post a plea for information and claim a relationship. Wow. That is really scary if you stop and think about it. There's a lot of things that, that are scary really if you stop scary. and think about it. And there are so many scams out there. There are so many people that will twist things, play things, um, information, you know? And a lot of times these people are desperate. And it's not just ex-cult members. Um, you got the guy who his girlfriend finally escapes and he's enraged. Where is she? How dare she right, leave? Right. And it's, it's scary. It's, it's so scary. But um, anybody out there, if you need to get a hold of someone to talk to, anybody, me and Laura's always here, um, check out Melody's new Survivor. Well, the page that's open to the public. Um, the cult, what is it called again? Cult Escape and Recovery Group. 
Okay. Um, this morning there was only 19 of us, but I think she just came up with it yesterday. Okay. Especially since when she left, she left the year I joined. So it was kind of in passing. Okay. I vaguely remember her, but I don't really think I ever ate lunch with her, had a class with her, okay. you know, hung out and had a drink at the bonfire. Um, but there really weren't a lot of resources back then. And now, guys, there's a shit ton. And even if all you can do is go to your local library and look stuff up on a library computer so there's nothing on your phone, no history. Right. There's a lot of things that you can... There's help out there. We're willing to help. Yep. Yep. So, um... Oh, uh, I have one extra large t-shirt and a handful of medium and large t-shirts. If anybody would like a t-shirt, the uh, post office box is P.O. Box 284 Oakdale, PA 15071. Uh, 25 bucks, includes shipping. We'll even sign it for you. And, and throw in the thing of Kool-Aid. I'll, I'll always give Kool-Aid. Signed Kool-Aid. Signed Kool-Aid. Drink this. But uh, I got to go watch the Penguins now. Alrighty. Hopefully they win. Hopefully. Hopefully. I don't have to go to work tonight. I'm so excited. That's awesome. It's been a long time. I have worked every Sunday night for a year and a half. You have for like a long time. Except for once, one time, because I think I asked to go away or something. And I took the weekend and went somewhere. But yeah, I work every Sunday. I miss my guys. And hi, Kyle. Kyle actually told me he missed me. Aww. Well, that's because he got stuck doing all the work that I usually do. Oh, that's why he missed you. Okay, I got yeah. it. He said, Debbie, I didn't realize how much you cleaning and stuff you actually did to help us get out of this place. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> now you know. Hi, Kyle. And uh, go check out his bad uh, catatonia. We've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. Look, here I am waving You're again. You're waving. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to finish this beer after we get off of here and go drink more beer and have a nice evening. I got stuff to do at home. I yeah. will go home and um, get this stuff ready for the post office tomorrow morning. So. Cool. You got anything to add? I do not. It's no? been a long, I just, it's been a long week just getting back to work and I have a lot of work stuff I'm doing. I can't believe you like... were sick coming back on the airplane. Oh God, you have no idea. It was like I had the chills. Just and everything. hoping you didn't just... shit yourself. I'm I just can't. I've never prayed so hard in my life that I didn't shit myself. Yeah, I don't, oh. I don't usually wish bad things on people. I wish them explosive diarrhea and traffic uh -huh. with sneezes. Um, or when they're trying to impress somebody, like if they're on a first date. I don't know, but yeah, that, and, and then when there's no bathroom, anyway. Um, this has been a really gross episode. <laughs> I'm glad we're ending with this. This is fantastic. Diarrhea, was... sickness and eyeballs, you know? Exactly, I... exactly. Anyway, guys, uh, sorry to gross you out. Every episode's a little different. <laughs> we never actually know what's going to flow, so. <laughs> hey, that all rhymed. Oh, my God. Oh, we need to wrap this up. Oh, it's been Deb. And Lauren. And we'll talk at y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.